Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash comics online. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yeah. So yeah. tonight, Mike, tonight we've yes. got John St. John. We do? We do. If I had known that, I would have told you. me. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. God, I wish I'm you had told had. me. I would have had pants on or something. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, well, I've got I've got pajama pants on. Does that count? I mean, I guess. I'm wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and a smile. Um, I was going to say, Kevin, you were, weren't you just nude for your Facebook Live thing that you did? Yeah, when I was stepping outside, and then yeah. and then my uh, my neighbors came out to to go and and grill their burgers. It was a little bit embarrassing, but you know, I, we just went with it. <laughs> I mean, they're they're your. I was going to say they're your tenants, aren't they? Like this my is tenants. Part, this yeah, is exactly. part of the lease agreement was you have to see Kevin's Wang on a regular basis. This is how this works. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. And and they've agreed to keep their their uh, their lovely yet loud dog quiet during our uh, our podcast here tonight. Oh God, that fucking dog! Jesus. <laughs> she is a sweet dog, but she just decides to bark at the air for no good reason. Just all the time, endlessly, yeah. barking and yapping, and all that fun nonsense that dogs do. Like that? Yes, like that. Yes, exactly. So uh, so tonight we've got a few things. We're just going to talk about, uh, you know, a little bit of music, a little bit of uh, culture. And, uh, and of course, as I say, we've got John St. John. So uh, you about ready, Mike? Uh, I think I'm ready. We got new music. Before we play it, before we play our intro music, um, we need to give a huge, huge shout out to uh, Comics Online alum, uh, Emil and Mike Favela. Mike Favela is an, uh, an editor for us. Emil is a reporter. Uh, but they have a music project that they, they do on the side called Adams Apart. Um, let me state this, and, and let me state it properly here so I don't sound like an asshole. Um, when I heard that they had a band, because they invite me to all their shows, and I like their stuff because, you know, they're my friends. And I was like, all right, well, you know, that's cool. I'll support their stuff. But I never really listened to it. And we started talking, and I was like, hey, we need some new theme music for the podcast so I don't get sued by somebody where I'm using their music. And Mike was like, yeah, I'll put something together for you. And I started listening to their stuff, and I was amazed. It wasn't just like, oh, hey, it's some dude you know who somewhat is talented with music. No, they're fucking amazing. Like, I was they blown I was blown away at how good they actually were. Uh, they're called Adams Apart. You guys can find them pretty much anywhere. I, I found them on um, Spotify today. Um, they're on, I want to say it's Mixcloud that they're on as well. Um, but oh, yeah. they're all over the place. Like them on Facebook. Just, just follow their stuff because they've got an, an incredible sound. They just put out a new music video. Um, they're on YouTube. Just definitely check Adam's part out because they are now the creators of the theme song for the Comics Online and, slash Comics Online been, Pirate Radio. You've been hearing their their music on Comics Online for some time. There there are a few tracks uh, of ours that uh, have have been in heavy rotation that you might not have realized that was that's them. That's that's stuff uh, written by Mike and Emil. And, uh, and and by the way, uh, those who are in the Northern Virginia, D.C. and, and Southern Maryland areas, um, uh, look for them. You know, definitely follow them on Facebook and Twitter because when they when they have a show, you might think, oh, this is an electronic band. They're going to be bullshit in you know live and in person. Actually, no, they're shockingly great in person. Almost, uh, you know, if I if I dare say it, almost better than, than their studio stuff. Yeah, I mean they're just they're an incredible incredibly talented, and I was I, I can't wait till they come back to the area 
I'm doing live shows because I'm going to have to clear my schedule and go see them because I was like they I said, do I a lot over the summer. Yeah. So without further ado, it's our Comics Online Comics Online Pirate Radio mashup episode tonight featuring the great John St. John. From leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com. Are you ready? Here we go! For everything geek pop culture, this is Comics Online, baby. This is called Pirate Radio. ComicsOnline.com and FXBG Pirate Radio Studios presents Comics Online Pirate Radio. We are starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, broadcast starting. Tonight's crossover episode, Return of the Duke. Hello again, baby. Yeah, he is. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast. Season 17, Episode 11. I'm your host, Kevin Goswana. With me today, as usual, is my co-host, Mike Lunsford. Good evening, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and back with us once again, the Duke, John St. John. Hello. Welcome back, Mr. John St. John. Thanks. It's good to be here, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I have this is. new microphone. How's it sound? <laughs> That's wonderful. I, it looks a little rusty. Can't figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're sounding like Jay Dilla's character here tonight. <laughs> so, guys, what are we talking about? Yeah. Right? I've, John- I've been kind of conditioned to have an erection when she talks like that, and so <laughs> thanks, John. Oh, oh dude. man. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> the, the Duke the Duke crosses platforms. Everybody gets an erection when he talks, apparently. So <laughs> that's how it is in the DMV area here. Uh, he's he's a a, a well loved celebrity here, uh, and I'm hoping hoping that uh, that we can get you back in this area once again. I, I in fact I was just talking yesterday to uh, to, to Kevin from um, uh, what's it, what's it called. Novacon, yep, and uh, trying to trying to sweet talk him into uh, throwing you an invite, but uh, haven't got any answer back on that. You know, I said, "Hey, I'll I'll introduce you to uh, to his uh, um, uh, publicist or booking agent or, or or whatever whatever she's called." And the pretty uh, one, the pretty one, exactly, mm-hmm. the pretty one on the on the couch next to you. He was obviously too awestruck by the fact that John St. John would be coming to Novacon potentially. He just couldn't even talk. That's probably Where is well, Novacon anyways at DC? It's uh it's Northern Virginia. It's it's in uh Tyson's Corner. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Tyson's Corner. Yeah. They have a sheets there, I think. I think I stopped for gas and fried food there once. <laughs> <laughs> and I got two kinds of gas and one kind of fried food. Hey. All right. Hey. Thank you. Jokes all night, folks. Jokes all night. Yeah, no, I've I've made appearances in Northern Virginia before. I did uh, James Madison University. I did the uh, Maticon. Um, I've done Kevin. You and I bumped into each other at a couple of places. Uh, but those were in 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 uh, Maryland. You don't consider that Northern Virginia? Oh, Maryland. That was Maryland, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, Maryland twice at that same such same a, hotel. Such a congested little area. It all seems like the same to me. I know that sounds terrible, but. 
No, I mean, it really does. Well, I'm sorry, uh, guys. jammed together there. I'm sorry, guys, on yeah, the East Coast, we don't have all of our states spread the fuck out like they are on the West Coast. Sorry. Uh, hey, hey, against the wall and spread your states right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can't do that in okay. California much longer. You guys are going to become your own country, aren't you? Uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll join Canada. We'll be California. California. <laughs> or cannabis Fornia. Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's legal here. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I definitely um just saying. John, it's a really good thing that you don't charge us like per drop because we have gotten so much use out of um your everything geek pop culture one that you did, but also your your bitches that you said for us last time. We mm-hmm. probably use at least 4 or 5 times every show. So Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and in in fact too, I was telling my wife today. I was like um, oh, we're having John St. John on. She was like, oh, the bitches guy. And I was like, yes, the, the bitches guy. That's who John St. John is. Mm, might That's be time for some new ones. Well, I mean, there if, you we, go. I mean if we have to. There geez. you go. Yep. So just a couple of days ago, there was a pretty big-ass event that happened here, guys. Um, it's called the Super Bowl. I don't know if you've heard of it about it or not. Just recently That's started a football one, right? Yeah, it's the football one, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know Karen. Yeah, yeah, San Diego used to have a team. Womp womp. Not anymore. In, I forget, in my, in I my forget who they were. Hey, San Diego may have another team pretty soon. I, I'm, I'm on the fence over whether I could be a Raiders fan or not, but oh, the oh, Raiders right. may, in fact, come to San Diego. Keep your uh, eye on the news. This is so weird. Like, to, to go from having the Chargers to the Chargers moving to Los Angeles to Oakland saying, ah, we want to go to Vegas. Wait, we might not be able to do the Vegas thing because it turns out that all the money they were going to promise us is not going to happen. Now we might go to San yep. Diego. You're essentially going to yep. swap And we already teams. have a stadium. Yeah. You know, it wasn't good enough for the Chargers, but I figure any stadium. Hey, the Raiders have been sharing one with a baseball team forever. So yeah. I'm pretty sure any stadium they could have to themselves would be fine, especially down here where the weather's always perfect. Yeah. And you've got a lot of fans, right? too, that would easily, easily. Huge yeah. fan base of Raiders fans here, which yeah. uh, you know, is neither good nor bad. <laughs> well, mostly bad. I don't it's know. It's mostly bad, frankly. I'm just not a Raiders fan. I've been a Raider hater for so many damn years yeah. that it's hard for me to ever think of them as my team. But if they commit and they come to San Diego and there's no chance they're going to fucking move away, <laughs> then I might at some point commit to being a Raiders fan. I get it. It would be like if, if Washington left here and then all of a sudden, like, the Philadelphia Eagles decided they wanted to move to D.C. It would be the same thing. I'm like... Fuck, I gotta be an Eagles fan now? Yeah, like it's Yeah. yeah. I, I and, and and it's not not the Chargers team that I hate, though I'm not gonna be a fan anymore because they are in LA now. They're you know, they snubbed us. It's Dean Spanos, it's the owner yeah. who yeah. I really freaking hate. That's and I and I said from the very beginning when this whole thing started a year ago and them talking about the Chargers moving for sure, I said the bottom line is whatever makes Dean Spanos the most money is what's going to happen. So I bet he goes to L.A. because that was the better deal for him, even though it's not best for the team because they don't have a huge fan base there. Any fan base there is, they have to split with the Rams. They're second fiddle to the Rams. They're playing at the L.A. Coliseum, which is the oldest fucking place you can play football next to Lambeau Field. They're actually going to um, have the Chargers at, um, I can't remember the name of the stadium, but it's like a soccer stadium and it's like 20,000 seats and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, even... they don't have any fan base anyway, so I really don't see the logic behind what Spanos is doing. Yeah. You know, snubbing the city, uh, all the fans, and 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 shame on the people here in San Diego too who voted down 
the uh, Proposition C, which was to uh, measure C, I should say, which was to increase the hotel tax to people who come here. And that would have paid for the stadium. They shouldn't have even put it up for a vote because it doesn't affect the people of San Diego. And it was only for the city of San Diego residents only. So like I live in northern San Diego County. I didn't get to vote. Most of the population didn't get to vote on it. And had they voted it in, it would never have cost them a dime. It would only have raised the rates on uh, hotels by, I think, every guest pays an additional 17 cents on the dollar or something. Are you serious? Yeah. So it, it was a small amount. Maybe that 17 cents on the dollar is incorrect. It might have been per visit. I don't know. But um, still, it, it would have cost the city very little. They'd already committed their funds that they wanted to put up for it. Uh, the NFL had committed 365, I think, million dollars to it. The team, the Chargers, were going to put up, you know, millions. But since the the people would not pass Measure C and they can't add that tax on the hotels, uh, uh, it failed, and that's why they moved away. That sucks. It just seems so ridiculous that that was the reason for it in the long run. Yeah. But like, yeah. Well, well, the Chargers say that you know Dean Spano says I'm not going to call him the Chargers anymore. Spano's kept saying to the city. I need a stadium, I need a stadium, I need a stadium, I need a stadium. And for years, you know, a decade, the city batted around different ideas, but never, you know, it's, it's either shit or get off the pot. And they didn't do it until the last year when Spanos demanded it, or he might take his team away, Yeah. and they couldn't pass the measure. And so he, okay, fine, I'll take my team away, and he did. It's like he was slapping San Diego. Does he what? No, he doesn't have a stadium now, and he's going to have to share one with the L.A. Rams in two years or four years when it's finished. Well, what's even and he's worse, still too, second fiddle to them. Is you know? Los Angeles had two teams before and lost them once before. Like, I don't understand. And it did, that's right. Yeah. It, it, it didn't work out. And so, so what, why should L.A. have two teams now? How does that make any sense? Why does the NFL not use its muscle to say, no, we need each big city to have a team. So no, Spanos, don't move to L.A. Stay in San Diego. We'll figure another way to make it work. The whole you thing, know, come on. The whole thing just seems this is just stupid. It really was. It seemed just absolutely ri ridiculous. And I don't see Las Vegas supporting a professional football team. That's ridiculous. People are transient in and out of Las Vegas. I don't think there's a big enough population there. They're going to buy tickets to go to a stadium to watch the Raiders play football in Las Vegas. I think that's a stupid move. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. But um, I think what was kind of redeeming this year, with all the nonsense that's been going on with teams moving and shit like that, we had, mm -hmm. I think, one of the most exciting Super Bowls in, in, in years. Oh, my God, yes. It was it was especially incredible. if you were, uh, uh, especially for Falcons fans, which was 90% of the country, everybody who didn't live in New England <laughs> wanted the Falcons to win. Everybody at my Super Bowl party really? wanted the Falcons to win. We were having a great time watching the game. And then when it started to turn around oh, God. and it looked like, oh my God, this could go terribly wrong or into overtime. I was cheering for overtime. It kept everybody here longer. Yeah. I ended up and, and when it got into overtime, it's like, oh no, well, you know what? And the Falcons screwed up a couple of things badly. Yeah. Did you know that something like 90% of the Super Bowl winners chose the white jersey each year, which is the away jersey? Yeah. Right? And Atlanta was given the choice and they chose the red jersey, the dark jersey, yeah. instead of going with the odds, the statistics that show that the white jersey has won most of the time, yeah. and they lost. 
Plus, <laughs> they just look so tired. Like, they were not prepared to play five quarters of football. Yeah. The defense was so worn down and tired that they just couldn't even handle it anymore. And the Patriots just, they, you know, stamina, man. They just jammed that football down the field in no time flat in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I'm, God. I'm one of the few people that, that was actually rooting for the Patriots. Um, main reason being I have a lot of family from up there, but also, too, uh-huh. growing up in the D.C. area in the 90s mm-hmm. when Washington was horrendous, I needed oh, to have yeah. another outlet for football in order to enjoy myself. And the Patriots mm-hmm. were on the up where they were on the rise. And I've been rooting for them for years. And, like, watching that game, of course, everybody knows, all of my friends know I'm a Patriots fan. So I'm getting text message after, twi- after tweet, after Facebook messages, like, hey, you enjoying the game? Ha, 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 ha. And just, like, at the end of the game when they had come back all the way and won, it was just crickets. Nobody had a word to say. <laughs> and <laughs> Must have felt good. And you know what? I, yeah. I didn't want the Patriots to win only because – They've won enough already. Yeah. And, and I'm there are a lot of teams that I don't want to see in a Super Bowl again because I see them too often. I agree. And I'm yeah. older than you guys, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I see a lot more Super Bowls. Yeah. But um, I, Tom Brady is a great quarterback, probably the best of all time. Yeah. Which, and that's the first time I've said that out loud. And it bothers me a little that I just said it again. But no, he <laughs> is a great quarterback. And the Patriots are a great team. Belichick yep. is obviously a very good coach. Yeah. Um, I just don't like any of them. And I can't explain to you why. When I see a picture of Belichick, it's not exactly, not akin to seeing a picture of Trump, which just makes me want to throw up. But when I see a picture <laughs> of Belichick or I see a picture of Tom Brady, I'm just like, mm, whatever. Eh. I. You're just yeah. not likable. It's like Sean Spicer, the White House press secretary. Have you seen this guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't like him. You cannot. When he speaks, he's just like Trump and, and Kellyanne Conway, the three of them. You cannot like them. Oh, I'm I sorry. I went into politics. We were I talking saw... about the Super Bowl. Oh, no. Hey, are we? Hey, <laughs> if, uh, this is this. This is what I I have dreamt of is to okay, have John St. John talking par- politics. I, I saw to, a picture from... of Kellyanne Conway beside Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. And the, the likeness is I couldn't tell the difference. Undeniable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say this, though. My, my proudest moment of the Super Bowl and Eric will get a kick out of this because I sent it to him and it made him laugh. Um, I said, man, I haven't seen Atlanta get burned like that since 1864. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. It got, I, Atlanta did get burned for a good reason. Though. I'm just saying they got burned for a good reason in this one too. Don't question Tom Brady. Okay, and, and circling back around yep. again. So, yep. Tom, Tom Brady. I see a picture of him. I yep. can't like him. He's yep. just too damn good looking. Yeah. And too successful. And and he's married to one of the most beautiful women in the world. And he has more Super Bowl rings than any. I mean, he has yep. too much of everything. Well, let me just okay. let me give he, you let me give you some alternative facts on this real he quick. Made since super, we mentioned my hero Kellyanne Conway. He alt, made Super uh, Bowls. Facts. I love alt facts. You mean lies? Go yeah. ahead. No. Um. Lie to me, baby. Not. <laughs> no, like uh, like a different point of view. And I'll. And I'll give you this one. So, growing up, watching the Patriots, I was a big Drew Bledsoe fan. He was their starting quarterback. He was the oh, man. He was good. I absolutely I loved him. Bledsoe play. He got just annihilated. So so much so that his injury almost cost him his life. He got a sheared blood vessel in his chest. I and didn't know that. Yeah, that's, wow. what, that's what took him out in that 2001 season. And then mm-hmm. Brady comes in. Brady is this scrawny, doofus-looking kid from Michigan who was like a ninth-round draft pick, something ridiculous like that. Nobody expected anything out of this kid. And he managed to rally that team and take them to the playoffs. Not Never, like, dazzling anybody with amazing feats of athleticism, but just never gave up. Had this, like, undying 
will to win. Ah, uh, back when you could respect could. the Patriots. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So for all these people who are like, well, I hate them. They're just they're so smug. I still see Brady as this guy who came off the bench, who was like, uh, gee, coach, I don't know what I'm going to do. And, like, managed to rally the team, took him to the Super Bowl, won as underdogs, and then from there, it's just like this Cinderella story. So I get why people yeah. hate him, but at the same it's, time, it's too. Like, you know what, dude? It's yeah. Cinderella meets Groundhog Day, and I'm tired of him, so. <laughs> yeah. As, okay. Yeah, I can I can see we need we do need some variety. I mean, it would be nice to see some different teams play, so I can, Listen, I can dig it. A listener says that uh, – Brady was a sixth round pick. Sixth round pick, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And there was a there was a really really cool list that showed Brady was a sixth round pick. Uh, Danny Amendola was undrafted. Chris Hogan was undrafted. James White was undrafted. Um, Julian Edelman was a with a fifth or seventh round draft pick. All of these other teams passed on these players, and these are the guys who essentially won the Super Bowl for the Patriots this year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, like, they just they see something. They do things differently than every other team. So, wait. What you're saying is the players. You mean the, the way they cheat? They're different from any other team? Yes, the, yes. They're the players, Jesus Christ. The players, that made up, <laughs> the players that made up the winning team were nobody's first choice. Yes. And the Patriots made Super Bowls great again. Okay, so it's please an play the sad trombone. Please, for the love of God, play the sad trombone for yourself. Why? <laughs> I think we're looking for this one. Yes. Archer would be proud of you. Hey, phrasing. <laughs> uh, but it's it's funny that politics came into this because I heard a lot of people who were Patriots fans say. I don't know if I can root for the Patriots anymore because Tom Brady and um, Donald Trump and Donald Trump are like jerking each other off. Like they were, mm-hmm. that was a legitimate concern for people, and it's it's rare. Video soon to come on ComicsOnline.com. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, folks. Um, it's just one of those things where I don't remember in years past politics being so interwoven with the Super Bowl like this. This was what the first time I can think of in years that there's actually been, like, that sort of thing. Well, this particular player or this particular team is associated with this candidate. I can't root for them. It just, it's yeah, very, very strange. And this is, like, this is kind of the landscape we live in now. Like, everything is peppered with this, it seems like. Well, it's because everything that uh, shouldn't have happened, the, that the Electoral College should have protected this country against, uh, didn't happen. Everything went wrong. Trump is not supposed to be president. Nobody thought he was ever going to be, if you think back to it. I don't think even he believed he was going to be. He ran before. Yeah. The first time he ran, he didn't think he would be either. It was just a popularity thing, just stroking his ego. And I think it just got to a point to where he hit the uh, the uh, the point of no return. I, yeah. As much as I don't, you know? as much as I don't like the guy, I got to give him credit. He managed to find a nerve that no other politician has ever found, because he managed to to get people up off their ass and vote. That normally don't, and that's ultimately he won, and it's you know. Wait, well, hold one on, way or the other. hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but using you can't anger really... and fear to get people I, to vote you, is not a good, uh, you good can't, way to go. You can't really give him credit for that. You can't really yeah, give oh, him yeah, credit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that. right. He gave the racists all a good reason to get out of the house. That's what I'm he? saying. Or, I'm not or, saying it was a good reason, but what or, I'm saying is, is did, the guy managed to say, "How can I win this election?" Found a way to do it by. Steve, like going to the lowest common denominator and saying the most horrible shit he could possibly say, like, "Hey, Mexicans suck, and they're all racist and drug dealers and rapists and drug dealers." He, I'm sorry. He's so yeah. he's so lucked into it. It's a topsy turvy world. Feel, it shouldn't have happened. It I wasn't like, supposed to. And now the whole world is going to pay the price, and we're going to be set back a a decade 
because of this shit. Are you kidding? I feel yeah. like a big part of the win also came from his opponent. Yeah. If if the DNC hadn't been manipulated and 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 yeah. rigged and, uh, and Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders had run, yeah, Bernie would be president we, right now, I, and we'd all be celebrating. Bernie would have mopped the floor with him. And I, and I feel like that has to go in part to yeah. that has to go into play when you know you, you consider Trump winning. Was it his campaign or was it who he was campaigning against? Oh, it was not his campaign for a, a presidential candidate to go out and say, "I could shoot somebody right now and they'd still vote for me." Yeah, I, I and saw that. That was fucking vote ludicrous. for him when he when, to say I can grab a woman by the pussy. You give me some Tic Tacs cuz I might kiss her. I don't know what's going to happen. I just, you know, when I see something I go for it. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. Really? Like it's to say all this shit and still be elected, no. Something went totally, completely batshit wrong. And and the whole grabbing by the pussy comment, like like make, the guy's got tons of money and he's got these ridiculously attractive women. Maybe he maybe he's a virgin and he just doesn't. Maybe he thinks that's how things work. Like you grab him by the <laughs> pussy. That, that's how you turn him. That's maybe how you turn him on. Just that's has how. A clit. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this: well, a tiny, tiny dick. I'm not knocking <laughs> clits, it, please. I love them. I'm getting such a glare over here. Right <laughs> now. Dozens. <laughs> we love them, V. Like we that. love I mean them. That his dick is the size of a clit. Maybe that's it. I think that's no, his new Twitter you guys handle. Would be dick clit seen right there. The videos of Melania when he turns to her like at the inauguration, yes. and she's smiling, happy. As soon as he turns around, she looks miserable. Yeah. Anytime she doesn't know that there's a camera on her or that she's supposed to be engaging an audience and he's not looking at her, she looks miserable. Yeah. yeah. You, it, it's unbelievable. It's like she totally is with this guy because of money, no other reason. Yeah, she was like, I could just see it in her in her eyes. She's like, I agreed to be trophy wife, not president's wife like it's yes you can just and see I'm, it like you went right to the point i was gonna make yeah she she did not uh she didn't count on this ever happening yeah. she didn't want to be the first lady hey is she living in the white house no yeah no yeah. she refuses to live in the white house she's staying in new york now he's staying in the white house so now she gets exactly what she wants as long as she can keep the secret service off her ass and have a life i just <laughs> i look at all of this and and yes it's it, it he shouldn't be president. I agree. But I think that there is going to be something good that comes from this. I'm, I'm the type of person, maybe I'm a horrible optimist, but I feel that because of what's going on, we are seeing people mobilized like they've never been before. People are finally saying, well, fuck, I do need to vote. I need to get up and do something. This is fucked up. I can't just sit here and type away at my keyboard. I need to do something out in my community. I need to do something out in the world to make my voice heard instead of just bitching and moaning and complaining. So, like, in the end... Yes, it sucks. It's absolutely fucking horrible. But maybe we're going to see some real change this time around, and people are actually going to do something about it instead of just complaining. Well, they already have been. I mean, the million, millions, was it millions of women yeah. that, that descended on D.C. Oh, yeah. the day after? Yeah. I mean... And we're hey, getting I'm, like... I'm, I'm going to be uh, marching on April 15th with a lot of people in Southern California on tax day. Yeah. You know why I'm going to do it? What's that? Um... Trump still demands that he's going to build this fucking wall, yeah. and it's going to be built with taxpayer money. Which is fucking But Donald bullshit. Trump has never paid income tax. Yeah. So my I pay a shitload. I'm way up there in income tax brackets. Yeah. So I have to, all my tax money is going to go to his fucking wall that I don't want, and I didn't even vote for him, and he's never paid taxes yet. We have to build this damn wall. 
Yeah, yeah a useless. That, thing. I'm sorry, but I would rather I would rather not ever pay income tax again. Tax the shit out of everything else in our lives. Yeah. Jam the tax rates way the hell up on purchases and stuff. But stop taxing me for my income. That yeah. pisses me off more or, than anything. Or fucking legalize weed and tax the shit out of that. There you go, dude. You could sell a pack of pre-rolled joints that are filtered like cigarettes yeah. for 80 bucks a damn pack. Who wouldn't pay 80 bucks for 20 pre-rolled filtered joints? Yeah, it, and yeah. then the tax you get from that is tremendous. Not only that, the FDA gets involved in this. They actually like regulate the shit, make sure that it's of good quality and not mixed with a bunch of bullshit. Oh, Holy trust shit. me, dude, it's all like, good quality. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you in Southern California, okay? But, we don't need the fucking FDA. Trust me, well, it's even if, good quality. Well, and the funny thing is, is even if they do put a wall, you guys know this just as well as anybody else. There's a fucking million tunnels that come into United, the United States. It's not like a wall's going to do here shit. Here in San Diego, yeah, yeah it's, you it's not going to be. It's not going to be FDA though. That's going to be uh, ATF would would uh, cover that. Would that, uh, would that fall under smoked, tobacco? Smoked products are are under ATF, not under FDA. Yeah, and, and also uh, Trump's wall, good point made over here, is being built on the wrong border. Yeah. <laughs> He's building a wall between us and Mexico. All the terrorists came in from Canada. <laughs> so, well, and the oh. only illegal workers, migrant workers, are coming across the border. They're taking shitty jobs we don't want. Terrorists came down from Canada. <laughs> well, and then this ban on the countries, like these seven, these seven countries that they're banning. And yeah. the terrorists from 9-11, which they pointed out in his executive order multiple times, came from uh, United Arab Emirates, which is still allowed in this country, Saudi Arabia, yep, Saudi still Arabia. allowed in this country, and Egypt. None of those countries were uh -huh. barred because guess who has business ties in those countries? That's exactly right. Ding, 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 ding. That's yeah. exactly right. And absolutely zero came from the seven countries that are now banned. Yeah. It's I, I got a new good one, by the way. What's that? What's that? Uh, of, uh, of our... Uh, our orange leaders uh twitter war the latest twitter war thing apparently um uh yesterday there was uh there was some state senator in texas who was uh, uh opposing civil asset forfeiture have you seen this one where mm -hmm. this is where police officers will will seize a person's cash and personal property and this uh, this state senator in Texas said that uh, that he wanted to stop that unless the sub the suspect was actually convicted of a crime, which makes sense. Okay, you know we can forfeit your a assets if and only if you're convicted of that crime, right? And then Trump on, on Twitter, uh, you know Trump Trump asked asked the sheriff uh, for the for the senator's name so he could proceed to destroy his career. And then, nice. uh, which which set off another uh, another state senator uh, to to say, and this is hilarious. This guy called Dalen Leach. He says, "Hey, at real Do Donald Trump, I oppose civil asset forfeiture too. Why don't you just why don't you try to destroy my career, you fascist loofah faced shit gibbon?" <laughs> I saw that. This nice. is a, this is a senator. <laughs> yeah, this Colorful. is a state. This is a state senator this is a state, from. Um, this is a state senator. Behaving exactly, behaving yeah. exactly the way that people are complaining about Trump behaving. Yeah, that's my biggest. Wow. That's kind of hypocritical. I got what I got. What he was going with, or I, I saw where he was going with that. Not that still. I, not that I disagree with the sentiment, but the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the come on, dude. You, if you want to show up a guy that you disagree with, don't be like him. <laughs> True enough. True enough. Yeah. Just ultimately, it's. 
I'm not saying it doesn't make it any less funny. No, it's still funny. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. it is fun. Yeah. There, and at any rate, I think that what we're seeing here, and John made a really good point, and I want to kind of tie to that, is we're seeing so many people doing something now. It's not just talk. People are actually getting well, up and doing stuff. And, when, and I just when's think When's the wonderful. last time a president was elected that there was this much discord and, and animosity and and people protesting like yep. this regularly in, in every major cities across the country. You, you didn't see that in, no. since, God, when? How far not back even, did Not go? even Nixon. Reagan got some was, Yeah, Reagan not got even some Nixon. Protesters. Nobody really gave a shit. Well, like, oh, impeach him after what he did. There's an, there's an important factor at play here. The Internet is used today yeah. in a capacity oh, yeah. that it, it has not been – and it continues to be used at more of a capacity – Every yeah, year. and social if, media bringing us together you, to stand up for our rights. Pretty cool, huh? If, yeah. If you look at eight years ago, I mean, I mean, it seems like not that long ago, but in the world of the Internet, you know, it really was. And then eight years prior to that, you know, the beginning of GW's... Uh, first term. First term, you know, like... Yeah. The internet was not being used to communicate mm -hmm. as effectively as it is today, instantaneously. You know, we had chat rooms and ICQ and, and, and AOL Online Instant <laughs> you were, Messenger. You were writing a, a stinging barb to somebody, and then your mom picked up the phone and it kicked you off the internet. Yeah. But now you can tweet anything at, at any moment, yeah. and it's like and hashtag this and hashtag that, and just there's a yeah. uh, there's this web well, of connectivity. Yeah, and, and because of its growth, now it's the masses. It's not just the nerds. It's everybody. It's everybody. Yeah, and it's been made so simple that anybody can. Yeah. My grand, my grandmother is on Facebook, and and will she sends messages directly to our walls. <laughs> Your grandmother's hilarious on Facebook, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I said something, and she just like blasted me, and I was like, I think that's Ek's grandma. I'm just gonna leave her alone. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna let that my go. My mom went on Facebook. My, my fans scared her away. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, no. Well, my mom. Come on, my mom is is going to be 81 this year. Yeah. So you can imagine a bunch of cosplayers and Duke fans. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you something, John, because we, we talked about this uh, on an episode we did last week where we were talking about how you handle social media and in the current climate with everybody essentially having a very strong feeling one way or the other about what's going on. Um, oh, well. And, and you, took, you took a really interesting stance, too, as somebody who's in the public eye. Um, you kind of stepped away. I mean, but kind of give us a little bit of insight on that. Like, what... What prompted you to do that? Like, are you going to come back? Are you going to change things? Like, I, I will eventually, but but the reason I went away is because of um, personal, real friends of mine, not Facebook friends, yeah. my real friends, who were relentlessly, or, or I would just posting negative or positive whatever stuff about Trump constantly. And uh, uh, KP, you know who I'm talking about when I say KP? Is one of those people, not you guys, I'm, I'm talking to somebody else, oh. who posts just nothing but negative rants daily. And when I get, you know, when I when I log on to Facebook in the morning and there are 118 notifications, and the reason there's 118 is because just a handful of people have shared so many awful posts about how fucked up everything is because of Trump. Um, or they're friends of mine who are Trump supporters who are posting stuff that I can't even read because I just can't believe the words I'm reading. 
And I'm completely burned out because Facebook is not any longer about all the fun things that we're sharing yeah. with each other. Yeah. Well, I used to post pictures of you know me with fans at conventions or or uh, a radio reunion party or I'm working with this band on this album right now. Here's us recording. Fun stuff like that. People didn't care about those posts anymore. They only wanted to see my political posts as well. And and anytime I would post something that was just for fun. They would bring politics into it, and it just it's become too much, too heavy. I can't take it. I even have a hard time watching the, the nightly news now because I feel like I want to be blissfully ignorant. Yeah. I um, For listeners out there who are wondering wondering who the KP initial stood for, uh, John was talking about his uh, BFF, uh, Katy Perry, actually. Katy Perry, clearly. Yeah. Um, they I, just... I actually don't know her, her <laughs> political viewpoint. Okay. <laughs> Oh, she was Hillary all the way. Uh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. She was big time Democrat. Oh, well, well, good for her. Not that I was necessarily a Hillary supporter. I can't say yeah. that I, I I voted for her, but I wasn't yeah. a Hillary supporter. I was a Bernie Sanders supporter. That was that was me. I thought too. voting yeah. for Hillary was the right thing to do. However, because there was only one person who was absolutely the wrong human being for the job. Yeah, I still feel that Bernie should be our president right now. That's yeah. Dude, what's what's so funny about that statement, John, is that. So many people on both sides of the fence use that. They feel that the other their candidate, candidate, was, their other candidate yeah. was so unqualified or so not right yeah. for the job. Yeah. And they, they felt they yeah. had to vote. Neither candidate was the good choice. Both can, the no, can, They were so unlikable. Both of right. them completely it, unlikable. John, exactly. why didn't you run, man? You would have won. You would have mopped up because th- that first debate, as long as you looked at Trump and goes, you know, I'm back, baby, or like call Hail him a bitch to, or something like that. Hail like, to the chief, over. baby. Exactly. Wow. So, if I had any interest in politics at all, I would be motivated to do something and run for something. But I have no interest. Yeah. I, I think, it sounds like a terrible job, frankly. It doesn't. It sounds it's almost as bad as Hollywood. A lot of lying and cheating and shit. And I, I don't like dishonesty. Bothered yeah. me. Yeah. So I think we're going to make this a uh, perfect spot to segue. Um, John, this is now your second time that you've been on uh, Comics Online podcast. Yes. Our listeners just rave. They're like, he was so cool. He was so funny. We love hearing him. We love his drops that he did for you guys. Did we give him, did, we, did you properly introduce him this episode? I don't think we need to because he's John St. John, for God's sakes, but we're going to do it right now. If you were wondering who this guy with this awesome voice is, with all these awesome political statements that he's making, but also his feelings against Dean Spanos. Um, by the way, fuck him. Uh, his name is John St. John. Hello! You may have heard John St. John in such projects as Duke Nukem. Right. Various Sonic titles. Yeah, I was going to say various Sonic titles. He was He's the voice of, uh, what news channel is that? Or the channel in San Diego that you're the voice of? XETV6. Channel 6, man, going channel, away. Channel 6 in San yeah. Diego. Um, now, now, John, you know, I wanted to ask you, yeah. I mean, you know, can't you just, uh, you know, announce in Spanish? Can't you, come on, just just try uh, <laughs> uh, e- e- X A, uh, what is it? Uh, Trying to say XETV in Spanish? I yeah, can't X-E-TV. do that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, can't do it. No, you know, Channel 6 is not going Spanish, though. Channel 6 oh, is going to remain the CW just as it is. It's going to be run by the CBS affiliate in town is what's going to happen. Oh, that's so weird. that's why they're firing absolutely everybody. They already have the staff they need, and they don't want my voice anymore. They want a different voice. Oh. Why? I can't tell you. It doesn't make any sense. I've been the voice there 26 years. Why 
change it. If you're not changing anything, except yeah. you're just going to run it now. If it's CBS, you know, they'll why? probably use that dick bag who's Sheldon on uh, the Big Bang Theory. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh well. At, a, at any point. Yes. What I wanted to do is I wanted to introduce John St. John, but I wanted to we wanted to learn a little bit more about you, John. We know oh, that what you've, do you want to know? you've had a career in music. You've had a career as a as a DJ on the radio. Um, yep. You've got this great voiceover uh, career that you've had as well. One of the things that we do is whenever we introduce somebody else into our, our family, into our Comics Online podcasting family, one of the things that always joins us together is music. And we just absolutely love talking about it. It's like half of our podcasts involve music in some way, shape, or form. When mm-hmm. we started this, we, we asked everybody what their favorite bands were, their, their top five. And we would, we would love to know like what some of your top bands of all time are. Oh, uh, should I go in reverse order? If you that would might like make to. it difficult for me. Well, you know what? You're you're the Duke. You can do whatever the fuck you want. So, well, I'll start with number one then. Anybody who's ever been in my home knows it's the Beatles. Um, I'm a huge Beatles George Martin fan, uh, and I always include George Martin when I talk about the Beatles because he was a brilliant producer, and a music producer was what uh, was my greatest passion for many years of my life. I still love producing music. Uh, it, it's there's something about it that you know, it, it's in your blood. You can't get rid of it. You have to do it. You know, I'm just passionate about it. Uh, so Beatles, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, because I've been a big fan forever and because they're obviously a fan of me, Steely Dan. <laughs> I'm I'm doing all their concert spots again this year, oh, nice. including their big uh, show coming up in Las Vegas pretty soon, which is a, a nine night event in Las Vegas. Damn. I hope to make it to at least one of those. Let's see, number three, uh, again, because he's not only a, a very good singer, an excellent musician, but a great producer. I like ELO because of Jeff Lynn. Oh, man, so I've ELO. been an ELO fan since forever. Don't bring me down. Yeah, Bruce. don't bring me down. Bruce. So there's three. Uh, who do I put in the fourth place? I would have to say uh, I grew up... Um, uh, in my teenage years, I lived down south in North Carolina and Virginia. Mm-hmm. And when I first got into radio back as a young teenager, I played a lot of southern rock. So uh, Leonard Skinner has always been a favorite of mine. Love that rock and roll, that southern rock. I like Molly Hatchet a lot, too, but I, I don't put him in the top five. So that's four. And if I had to pick number five in my top five of all time... Uh, probably the Alan Parsons project. Again, Ooh, it's about production quality. Good choice. And yeah, and I've I've always loved Alan Parsons project. Matter of fact, I've done covers of six or seven Alan Parsons songs over the years. My own versions that I did with either a MIDI setup or or on a twenty four track deck in a real studio. Um, I wish I still had some of those recordings. A lot of those were ruined and recently destroyed when my house in Ramona sold. Um. But anyway, I think, I think, I think that's th- it. That's my top five. What do you think? Those are very think, classic rockish, wouldn't yeah, you say? Yeah, most yeah. definitely. I think you're uh, not surprised that Lady Gaga wasn't in there, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, you know, because you and were Katie... you expecting Johnny Cash or? No, you know? honestly, I was. Ex- I, you hit just about everything that I was expecting. I was thinking there would be maybe like some Hendrix in there. Um, the Beatles. Nope, not a huge Hendrix fan. Okay. No, nope, that's a little before my time. Okay. The Beatles I yeah. can dig because it's, I mean, I grew up on the Beatles because my dad uh, was a huge Beatles fan as well. So, yeah, that's, yeah. And I have all the, uh, every, what made me feel happy is that every single band you mentioned, I have in mm. my, like, master playlist of songs that I play while we're 
on the podcast. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I like the same music as John St. John, so automatically I'm <laughs> that much cooler. So I appreciate and, that. And you know what? Uh, one thing about all of those bands, too, when you think about it, is a lot of piano influence, a lot of piano in their recordings. Yeah. And I think that's why. I, that's why no Hendrix, because I'm not a guitarist. Yeah. I'll play bass, but I'm not. A, I was never a huge fan of the guitar. Like the sound of it, never learned to play it. Uh, I always thought writing music was best on a piano. It just made the most sense to me. It, it's laid out logically, and I can score as I'm holding chords with my hand, you know? So, and it never made sense with a guitar to have to set everything down to write shit down, you know? It's not convenient to write music with, unless you're, you know, I don't know. I really like Remembering how... everything you're playing. I really like I how... I can't do that. I have short-term memory problems. Uh, Plus, did I mention my short-term memory loss problem? <laughs> I, I think I've heard about that. So, so you obviously you you started out with uh, with with Matt from Comics Online uh, producing random gibberish, and then you joined the band yourself. Um, yeah, just for live performance stuff, and 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 I still produce for them. I'm producing an album right now for Random Gibberish. And it, now you've you've got another band as well, don't you? Oh, it's a jam band that I play in. We just right now either call us call ourselves the the Tuesday night boys who play on Wednesdays or typewriter monkeys or Mel pattern baldness our guitar player's name is Mel and nice. he's bald um, nice. we, we use different names all the time but we, we play a few gigs here and there but we're just a you know a group second. of good old boys that get together and, and play R&B and soul and rock and roll John we have a running game that we play amongst ourselves where how we fast just, do you have to run in this game not very not at all not at all um, okay, good. It's an it's the awesome band name game. So like we'll oh, be having awesome a, band names. we'll be having a conversation about whatever, and we'll just start coming up with band names. If we send you some of these, will you use those when you guys play? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Like for for instance, our still our favorite go to one that we've come up with was we had a friend whose uh, husband crafted phalluses out of out of rock, and we were like, well, that's wow. a, that's awesome. Let's call up that band Stone Cock Armada. Stonecock Armada. Stonecock Armada. Um, we've also had. Uh, I like our cartoon fusion. Game. Our cartoon fusion one was good. We had uh, my, the the one that that I feel is my favorite was we had Kermit the Frog join Green Day uh, to become <laughs> it ain't e- it ain't easy being Green Day. And 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 you just have to imagine Kermit singing every Green Day song. Am I gonna have to do that again? <laughs> I did that last week. I sang as Kermit the Frog singing Green Day songs. Hey, oh, Kermit the Frog here. Wake me up when September ends. <laughs> Maybe not. And now, now every time you hear Green Day, yeah, that will pop into your head. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. That's good. Um, But we'll have to send you some of the other ones. We we came up with uh, Kitty Cat Quinceanera. That was that was my one of my favorites. Fair weather jihadists. Fair weather jihadists. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. um, Oh God, we had so many good ones. Um, Ten thousand animaniacs. Ten thousand animaniacs. Uh, If you're gonna do a Star Wars reference, uh, Greedo and the Nerd Holes. Ten thousand animaniacs. I like it. (laughs) What else? God, we came up with so many good ones. Uh, Emo bike ride. Emo bike ride's a good one too. Mm -hmm. If you guys are feeling moody and you're playing like covers of like Cure songs and stuff like that. Nice. Kitty Kitty Cat Quinceañera. That's my favorite. I love that one. That that is a good one. <laughs> they're doing a they're doing a uh, an homage to Trump uh, and Pink Floyd. Their first album is going to be called The Wall. Ah, oh, boo. <laughs> boo. I thought that was good. That was a clever joke. <laughs> Play the sound effect again for yourself. Why? Why do, do I why? Why do, do I always have to <laughs> always on my jokes? <laughs> 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 
Always my uh, jokes. I always have the terrible dad jokes that you, nobody laughs at. You knew what this was. <laughs> um, John, what are some projects that you're working up uh, on? I know there's one that like that you're just losing your mind over because it's bringing back a classic character of yours back into modern gaming. Oh, yeah, that would be Bulletstorm. Which is, you know, if there was any game that uh, Duke Nukem should be inserted into, and I just like saying inserted. Um, <laughs> it, it, Bulletstorm is the perfect game to drop him into because, uh, did you guys ever play it? I, I never did. And when did this come out, by the way? Uh, it's a couple years old, a Gearbox title. And, and Steve Bloom played Grayson in this game. And uh, I recall from an interview with Steve that I had listened to, that uh, he really enjoyed it because of how batshit crazy the dialogue was. And when I got out to uh, to uh, Texas to record for the game, and they brought me in and showed me clips of it and and played the dialogue, I laughed my head off. Matter of fact, we had a, there were five or six different lines in this game that took us at least an hour to uh, of the total time just to get these five recorded because I couldn't say them without cracking up. Damn. Really funny, nasty, naughty, racy dialogue. Which and one? now I see exactly what Steve Bloom was talking about. This and game. we had to change a lot of the dialogue from the original game from what Grayson's character said because they couldn't re-record all of the actors in the game and a lot of them would refer to Grayson when they're talking to Duke. Oh. So some of my lines are somebody calls me gray and I can't remember the line to save my life because of that short term memory thing I told you about. Yeah. But they rewrote the line so that I'm acting like this guy is some kind of fucking idiot for calling me gray. You know, like what are you smoking? <laughs> I, I don't I can't remember what the line was, but it was hilarious. And they, they wrote a lot of alternate lines like this. And some of the scripting was just outrageous. So this was a great game for him to be in. It's irreverent. It's a it's a it's a great first person shooter. It looks like Call of Duty, I think. But you know, I'm not a real gamer, so don't hold that against me. I'm a, I'm a Call I'm, of Duty fan. I myself so I'm an avid gamer, mm -hmm. and I know that Kevin is too. Um, I the only reason that I didn't get Bulletstorm when it came out is because there were a couple of other titles that came out, and I'm I always gravitate towards RPGs and uh, other like action style games. They all are paramount to first-person shooters, but yeah, yeah. But I was always a fan of the call the Call of Duty series, and uh, I, I liked I liked uh, Borderlands when Borderlands came out because there was a lot of humor laced into it. And now that mm -hmm. now that I know that one of my all-time favorite video game characters uh, is is going to be in it, like now I have to have it. I have all of the Duke Nukem games that were ever even before you were doing the voice when it was just a two D side scroller. Like I have all of those games. Cool, you rock. Was, well, you're gonna love Bulletstorm. I was then, a man. diehard fan. You can't see it right this now. One, this one, this one is gonna blow your blow your mind. Do you actually, and do you still like uh, like modern day side scrollers? Oh, absolutely. Then you got to play Rad Rogers. That one's really Rad, cute. Rad Rogers. That okay. looked really fun. It's you know it's so adorable and 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 for a really cute side scroller to have nasty language thanks to my character <laughs> and the elder tree played by Lonnie Manella. By the way, did you guys happen to see the trailer for that? I've, I've not. I saw the trailer that you did for the, it was like a band and they were playing in a garage. And oh, like, that, and that's more recent. Oh, that, okay. That's something I just did. Okay. But no, for, for Rad Rogers, there's this elder tree. It's an old tree that talks like this. And she goes, 
Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm smoking my ex-husband, this wooden pipe she's got. And they go, oh, that's gross. She goes, I don't have time for this shit. And you don't expect this adorably elder tree that's animated to talk like that. Well, nice. the voice is Lonnie Manella, the woman who cast me as Duke Nukem way back in, in, oh, the, that's in awesome. the day. Cool. And see, that's how the, the voice acting community works. She got that job in Rad Rogers because I said, oh, you have to have Lonnie Manella for this. It's payback, you see. That's there phenomenal. You go. That's cool. We've got yeah, that. It's not like on-screen actors. That's dog-eat-dog dog world. Us voice actors, we're nice to each other. We've gotten to talk to a couple of really nice voice actors. We got to talk to um, the voice of Wonder Woman, Susan Eisenberg, and she was a fucking blast. Um, yeah. And we have another one coming up here, too, that we're going to be doing soon. Um, why can I not remember her name? Carrie something or other. Let me pull her up real quick. Um, Is it Carrie Walgren? Yes. Carrie Walgren. Okay, it's Kari. Don't call her Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, because she hasn't been on yet, so that's that's a good point. Um, so Kari Walgren. But yeah, she's she, awesome. She's she's done some Rick and Morty recently, I think. Yeah, and she's working on another project too. For um, there's a cartoon on Nickelodeon. Um, yes. That we're going to be talking to her about. Um, we we're just yeah. She's done little uh, spots here and there in a bunch of different shows. Kari's uh, a lot of fun too. You'll enjoy her. I'm looking forward to it. I wanted to mention. I just I was I'm just looking up on on Amazon, and I'll I'll put this in the in the show notes here. But yep. uh, looks like there's a there's a new version of Bulletstorm, the full clip edition, which includes the Duke Nukem's Bulletstorm tour, and that's, that's going the one. To, that is uh, going to be released on April seventh. Yes, it is. That's the one you want right there, baby. Full clip edition. Yeah. So uh, I, I assume that uh, if you had the previous version of Bulletstorm, you could uh, download the, the Duke Nukem stuff as uh, DLC? I, I'm pretty sure of that. I, I yeah. can't say 100%, but I believe I heard that when I was at Gearbox. Yeah. I think I, I think I did did read that. And, and uh, those of you who are... Uh, uh, the, the name of the, the side-scroller was again... Rad, Rad Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. Rad Rogers. Now, I, I believe we talked about that briefly last time you were on, and that was that was last year. That was about you know ten months ago or something. That's when it was kickstarting, and you know it was one of the most successful video game kickstarters to nice. happen. And so it happened really quick, and the first thing I think already came out. And well, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of gameplay from it already, and it's just adorable. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to pick that up, and we're gonna have to uh, pre-order some Bulletstorm full clip edition. Yeah, and then you're gonna have to get used to hearing Dusty too, because that's my favorite new character next to Duke. Yeah, can we get a little bit? Oh, of and Dusty? The, uh, D Dusty is the uh, the computer on the on in uh, in the other. He's game? like the old game. He's the old uh, Nintendo sixty four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey kid, we're gonna get in a shit storm of trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> if I touch your butthole with this finger, <laughs> you can expect some unusual dialogue from him. Nice. I love it. Outstanding. Um, so if I was to lick this pinky and... What, it was what? Oh, it was released in December, so it's out now, Red Rogers. Go get it. It's on Steam. It's steamy. Excellent. So and Dusty's just this obnoxious damn old gaming console with a foul frickin' mouth. Perfect for somebody like me. And it's a side-scroller, which means it's right up my alley. There you go. There you go. I wanted to circle back, John, because you mentioned that um, you had a Super Bowl party. Yeah, so, I did. Um, I'm sure that a lot of your uh, guests were very excited about all of the trailers that we saw for all of the new movies and the new TV series that are going to be coming out. That's of, funny. They weren't as really? excited as I was. Well, that works um, out even better because I'm talking to you and not women. them. So. 
<laughs> there were a lot of women at this party yeah. uh, who were about my age, yeah. and they don't. They had no interest in any of those films. Yeah. Well, that works out better because we're interviewing you, not them. Of those movies that there you've you seen. But, but i got to tell you, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you right up front, though. Sure. Not a big fan of Transformers, so don't go there. Well, I don't think anybody still is. I, mean, it's, they've, I feel like they've run that franchise into the ground. It's not Thank you. entertaining anymore. It stopped being entertaining a, a while ago. Um, I'm not, I could care less about that series. But of the ones that you've seen, those trailers that they blasted and paid $6 million a piece for, what are some of the ones that highlighted for you? You're like, oh, shit, i got to go see this. Hmm. I can't remember the titles. <laughs> well, here we'll let we'll let Kevin and Kevin and I uh, kind of help jog your uh, short-term memory issues. Um, my first please. one, yeah. My Won't first you? one, Mike. Yeah, uh, would of course be Guardians of the Galaxy two. That that yeah. that new trailer uh, blew me away. Wait for that one. Oh my God, Baby Groot. Yeah, that one looks fantastic. The more and more I see that, the more I'm reminded how much I really enjoyed the first one. So I can't wait for that yeah. one to come out. Um, Every time I see another trailer for it, I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop with this movie. Because I saw the first trailer, I was like, well, this looks good as shit. I saw another trailer, I was like, this looks even better. And the one they showed in the Super Bowl, I'm still just as fucking excited, and I, and I haven't lost any interest, and that is Logan. I keep waiting for Fox to fuck it up somehow, and they're not doing it. I, I think, it that's a TV series, right? No, that's that's the next uh, movie. X-Men movie they're going to do. This It's the final Wolverine oh, oh, single yeah, I shot. Caught the, I'm sorry, I caught the second half of that trailer. I do remember now. But, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'd already lost interest in that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin, what's your feelings on that one? I, I think it's they're finally going to have a good Wolverine movie and, you know, third time's a charm sort of thing. Yeah. You think? Hopefully. Yeah, I, I I have I have good feelings about it. Frankly, I had good feelings about the second one, but they kind of, you know, it, it didn't suck as much as the first one. But but really, what in what has that that first uh, that that first Wolverine movie was the the worst comic book movie ever. Uh, See, that and might... that's the problem. That's why I can't go back. I, I don't care anymore. It, they, it... they burned me with the first one. Yeah, I mean, it, that that movie may be worse than Catwoman. Wow. Yeah, but two in a row, two stinkers in a row in the same series. Come on. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that what saves it is that Hugh Jackman just makes such a good Wolverine that people are willing to give him multiple chances. <laughs> I think so. that's a good point. He yeah. does make a great Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. He ends up redeeming and, a lot And of he that. is hot. And I, I like looking at him. I mean, not not in that way. I'm just <laughs> saying, he's a good looking guy and he's a pretty good actor. And, and, and I wish he played a different superhero that I really liked. Or... Or that they would at least make the Wolverine movies the way they're supposed to. I really hope that we get to see, even after Logan, that we get to see what I think everyone's hoping for, and that is some Wolverine action in the next Deadpool movie or in Deadpool 3. I think okay, everybody's hoping go. for that, yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, and I think we could all I think we could all get behind that. And speaking of um, more comic book movies, because that's pretty much what we talk about here all the time, um, the Justice League. Is, is anybody hyped for this movie? Like, I'm, I, I'm still excited for it, even though they, they burned me with Batman versus Superman and with uh, Suicide Squad, which, by the way, I finally watched. What a flaming pile of shit that movie was. Like, what a I, waste sorry, of time I it was. I liked Suicide Squad, and I'll watch it again in a couple of days. Uh, <laughs> I had no problem with that movie. I don't know why other people did. I have very specific complaints 
about Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, Squad. you guys are comic guys. That's right. Sorry. I did, I did not <laughs> Sorry, like... Sorry, nerds. I did not like Jared Leto's Joker. I didn't I'm mind sorry, it. you sounded like a robot. What did you just say? I did not, did not like, like uh, Jared Leto's Joker. Oh, oh, I didn't either. He was weird, but not the right Joker. Right. And I think that Jesse Eisenberg, his portrayal of Lex Luthor in Batman vs. Superman felt like the Joker. It didn't feel like Lex Luthor. Okay, I didn't see Batman vs. Superman because the whole premise pissed me off. It was terrible. <laughs> So, so sorry, I, I can't chime in on that one again. You didn't really miss out, so it's okay. Yeah. Okay, thanks. I mean, you know, uh, laser vision, Superman, cut Batman in half as soon as you look at him, you're done. Okay. <laughs> Got so. a really good point. <laughs> yeah. It's, right? Okay, thank you. Yeah, they didn't set it up properly because if they were going to do. Yeah, why don't we have these superpowers at the right times? Come on, manage your powers, people. You think Superman, like, after the fight was like, fuck, I should have just burned him in half with my laser vision. <laughs> Damn See? it. I, why, why wasn't that your first move, dumbass? Because <laughs> Superman's non-lethal. Because Superman's okay. got feelings or whatever. Loser. He's a pussy is what you're telling me. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, Hulk well, well, both, I, I don't know if you know this, but both of their mothers are, are called Martha. And now they're best friends. <laughs> now they're best friends. That's all it took. Dueling Marthas. That was the Dueling that, Marthas. That's an excellent band name. That was the joke on how he was gonna get, um, how uh, Batman was gonna get uh, Aquaman to join the Justice League. He's gonna be like, well, what, what do you want from me? Well, my mom's name is Martha. Oh shit, mine too. Like it's, <laughs> that's just gonna be how everybody gets together. The Flash's mom, Martha. So they got that going. Yeah, which is nice. Eric, what did you see? in the Super Bowl previews that you were excited about? Um, my favorite my favorite part of the Super Bowl yeah. was the ending. Like, after it was over, and then the new season of 24 started. Oh, with, with Black Power? <laughs> with Black Power. Black Power, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not really a big football guy. I mean, I'll watch when the Raiders play because I, I follow the Raiders loosely. Um, but I've ne- never really just, just never really been a big football guy. However, I do enjoy commercials. Um... And one thing I didn't like about the Super Bowl, because it was supposed to be an escape, um, there were a lot of politically charged commercials. Yeah. And I I just, I I wasn't in the mood for it. I didn't want to hear politics. I I, I wanted to watch the commercials and watch the Super Bowl and laugh in the middle. And uh, I don't know. I I was disappointed with with the amount of political undertones a lot but of thought-provoking commercials, like the Budweiser one that supposedly made a political statement, but it was produced about a year ago. Yeah, see, like yeah. I didn't even—I don't even know if I acknowledged that. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of that one blew by a lot of people. The one about yeah. uh, uh, what's his name, Anheuser coming. Oh over yeah, he from was an immigrant, right? And, right. Yeah, and you know yeah, they've that, been playing that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had the uh, '84 Lumber one, which uh, apparently Fox didn't want, the, didn't let them play their original version with a wall. And then what, Wait, for, who, whose commercial was that? '84 84 Lumber. Lumber. Yeah. Really? What was the original version? The original. Well, so the the one that they they aired had a uh, barbed wire fence, but the the one that they the original version had a wall with a with a giant door in it. You know, oh. they, you, see, you see the wall. And then you're like, and, and these these immigrants that have been going this entire commercial, you know, finally come up against the wall, and then at the very end of the 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 commercial, they find that there's a giant door that they didn't notice. Yeah, that would have aired on CBS. 
Um, exactly. Can we talk? Can we talk about Stranger Things? Because the preview for Stranger Things season two looked oh, fucking amazing. God, yes. How awesome is it that Netflix commercials oh, are on? TV? I can't wait I for that one. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm like, really excited. Stranger that, Things two is going to be fantastic. Oh, dude! Like, I, how are you not a voice for like a monster in that yet, John? Like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I've got, I got to get my agent to crack the whip on somebody. Yeah, but that looked that looks incredible. I, I can't wait for that. Um, Iron Fist. I mean, shit. They're doing yeah. they're doing Netflix commercials on TV now, like which is just baffling yeah. when you think about Dude, it. Dude, I have Comcast. Yeah, Netflix is integrated into my cable box. It's fucking amazing. You don't have to do anything. Really? It's it's amazing. I can I can hit the microphone button on my Comcast remote and say watch Netflix and boom, it's on my TV. Very nice. Wow. I, I Com- do that with my Apple TV. Com- but you know what? Comcast um, is getting smart, I, man. I, I switched over. I, I got uh, Hulu and I got Netflix and I got an Apple TV a while back, right? Because I wanted to get rid of this combo that Cox Cable provided me, which was internet and phone and cable TV, right? Yep. When the bill got up to like $240 a month, I'm like, come on. Yeah. And so I canceled the telephone altogether. I just used, you know, my mobile device now. Um I took the cable down to very basic, basic, basic cable. I mean, uh, cable TV. And I still have, you know, professional speed internet. But the the damn price, it dropped down $100 initially, but now it's crept back up again. Oh, shit. So it's now it's $180 a month, and all I have is basic cable and internet. That's what how, I've got, too. How in the... What are you paying? I've I've got uh, Verizon here, and uh, I mine is one, I don't know, one twenty, one fifty, something like that. And all I've got is sounds about fair and right. Yeah, I'm paying and, about a hundred. But I don't for have. I, I, I only have like regular people speed internet. I've only got uh, uh, fifty gigabit. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm, I'm like a hundred. But you know what? Now that I'm losing my TV job, and the only reason I kept cable TV was so I could monitor my TV station, I think I'll dump cable completely. Yeah, I don't need cable TV anymore. I don't want news anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's fair. yeah. yeah. I, I want to. I want to be ignorantly blissful. I was that way for such for such a long time, and then all of this this nonsense with this election came up, and I, and suddenly you know the the guy who was just like fuck fuck the news, it's all it, it's all bullshit. I hate it all. You know, I don't want to hear about you know you know murders and wars and and all this terrible stuff happening i never want to see it and but then you know on facebook i'm just like ah you know this terrible election what you know every, everything is wrong with the world and and really funny, i you know I, I was happy seeing the murders and stuff on the news <laughs> it's the politics i don't want to see anymore i want to go back to the old news the good old days when it's school shootings and I'm sorry. That's Jesus Christ, that was, that was too soon. I'm sorry. That was <laughs> awful. Uh, but no, you know, to the, the high speed chases and then and the the paparazzi caught a picture of Britney sucking somebody's dick. I don't know that kind of news. Just not no politics. I've had it. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> if um, can you relate? Yeah, I think we. Absolutely. I think we all can. We all can relate with that. If if you got to do. Some producer, some guy. I mean, I just picture a guy in a suit with a with a cigar saying, "John St. John, we're gonna make you a star." See, um, what? And you and he just wrote you a check to do whatever the hell you wanted to do yeah, to be yeah, creative. Stars, eh? See, you never work in this town again. Hear me? You hear me, St. John? No. Yeah. No, but he's gonna write me this huge check to do what? That's what I want to know. What do you? What are you gonna do with your blank check to be creative? 
they want to work on a project with you. What are you doing? Are you doing a movie? Oh, are you doing... obviously I'm doing voice acting because that's the easiest fucking thing you can do. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to read script in front of a microphone doing silly voices. That's what I'm going to do for the big money. So uh, if you could if, if you could design your own project, and it doesn't matter what it is, obviously this is a voice acting project, you know, and you can hire whoever you want to to write it and and uh, and produce it and direct it and, and co-star with you. What's that project? Uh, that project is something very much like the show Archer. Um, my, I nice. mean, my dream job, and I got the H. John Benjamin role. No, no, I don't have to have the lead in it at all. I take that back. But I have a big part in the writing, and the voice acting, and the production of of a project something like that but instead of it being a throwback to the 60s like archer i think something modern day and really edgy as shit i mean a cartoon that's just edgy as hell hey, maybe it could be duke nukem when right. you think about oh, it that would be duke awesome nukem. how about an animated duke nukem series of some kind that gets yeah. on adult swim yeah i'm all i want to say is can i volunteer i mean because i'm <laughs> i've wanted to be in voice i want i've wanted to do voices since i was a kid and like everybody i've ever known is like mike do that stupid voice you did. like it's so i i'm volunteering my services i'll even work for free john no here's lesson number one never, never do it for that. free <laughs> <laughs> don't give it away son damn it okay i mean i'll work for whatever you pay me <laughs> for peanuts there you go well, you yeah. know if i had the money to do a project like that i would certainly do it i would wrangle yep. up the best writers i could find and yep. the best animation team and i wouldn't even mind it being a ripoff of archer looking like archer looks <laughs> right i i like that animation it's it's different but i i like the look it's yeah. it's easy on the eyes, and and, yeah, and it has a at. realism that's pretty cool, and there's lots of tits, and yeah, I like it. I feel it, like if Duke, if the if Duke Nukem, the character Duke Nukem and Archer were to meet, oh, they would be best friends. They would they would be boy, they'd be out yeah. drinking at a bar together. Duke would be banging Cheryl yeah, so the, fast. The like, two of them <laughs> would be hanging out with Burt Reynolds at some you know yeah. Bayou bar somewhere. God, it would be so epic, so epic. <laughs> Burt Reynolds would have to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, you know, and, and speaking of, uh, you know, voice acting and voice actors, it's it's uh, Josh Keaton's birthday today. So uh, early. Yeah. Happy birthday, Josh. Clearly, he, he still listens to the show, even when he's not on it. <laughs> Obviously. Wait, I mean, he saw that John St. John was going to be on. So he was waiting at his computer. Right. He, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, what else is he going to do on his birthday? But uh, wait around and, and listen to this show. <laughs> Happy birthday, Josh Keaton. <laughs> Happy birthday to you and many more. Gold. Solid gold records. Indeed. Hey, yeah, happy so birthday, Josh. That guy is, uh, you know, he he lands some damn cartoon roles like a motherfucker. Yeah, he do. Uh, so he's got, and, and we're, you know, apparently after season two of Voltron, his character is is left on a cliff cliffhanger. Will he live? Will he die? But uh, but that dude's just uh, just a happy motherfucker. Because really, does it matter? He's gonna get some other title role in something else. There you go. Yeah. I wonder who his agent is. Need to look that person up. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, the guy's getting title roles left and right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's so special about Josh Keaton? I'm a voice actor, too. I can talk on a microphone just as good as he can. 
So how come I don't get a job like Josh Caton? Uh, maybe it's that speech impediment, sir. What speech impediment? And why is this microphone rusting? <laughs> you know, after all these years of going to, to Comic-Con and, and going to specifically the, the, the DC animated stuff, um, you know, and seeing all these hero and villain voices, which are, you know, clearly right up your alley. Why in the world are these people not hiring you for for something? You know, oh, and, dude, and it's not them not hiring me. It's me not being presented to them. It's my agents not being connected with those particular auditions. Yeah, is yeah. The thing. My my agent in Los Angeles that I that I have right now is mainly commercial. Um, and and that's why I'm with her, because the Bud Light Party paid me a huge amount of money last year for that campaign. Oh, and those are the yeah. jobs I want. A video game or a cartoon. Well, I take that back. A cartoon would pay really well. Right. Yeah, it can, depending on, you know, residuals and all that. Um, but, you know, the commercial work is the most steady and lucrative. I would love to be on a series of some kind. I think that would be great, regular, fun work. And I want to leave a mark, you know, when I'm gone. Yeah. And, you know, Duke Nukem, great character and all that. But video, that video game is not going to live forever. Even if we make another one in the next few years, it's not going to live forever. But a TV show like Archer or a movie like, yeah. I don't know. Lego Batman, for God's sake. Those things live forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. They will always be out there. There will always be somebody viewing it. I want to live on forever in that way. To where people 200 years from now hear my voice and go, hey, that guy had a great voice. Yeah. You know, screw you modern day current people. Fuck all of you. I want people <laughs> 200 years from now to know my name. There <laughs> you go. Joke. I was kidding. I yeah. I hope you got that. We did. I love so, uh, so, so, so I do. I love you guys. I love both of you. Aww. Oh, thanks. thanks. And, and, I love and, all of your listeners, by the way, who are chiming in. I love you guys, excellent. and you girls too. Mostly you girls. Mostly the girls. Let's be. <laughs> yeah. Let's be fair. But the, guy, Come the guys. On. Too. I love them. It's cool. It's modern times. Where, where, cool. I'm sorry. I keep getting you guys so far it off track matter. that you have to keep circling around again <laughs> to come back to wherever you were, and it's all my fault. We don't, oh, I was going to say, you know, okay, I, you know, I mentioned uh, NovaCon, which clearly, you know, clearly uh, Kevin uh, Kevin B uh, needs to uh, yeah. try to hire you for that. But beyond yeah. beyond that, what? Yeah. What's your what's your, you know we're we're here here we are in 2017 and I realize you're just you know just now settling into uh, to booking everything. What have you booked so far for 2017? Oh well, in July I'll be in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's yeah. gonna be fun. At the end of April I'll be in Dearborn, Michigan. Um, I'll be in your neck of the woods for something later in the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's vague, but all right, I'll, I'll take really it. Really vague, isn't it? Because it's, it's, it's not an announced thing. So, uh, okay. you know, I can't talk about. I can't announce anything that hasn't been announced. It has to be announced before I announce it. Right. Right. It's weird. It's what? Like, I'm, I'm not yeah, the one to announce. What? What part um, of? What, even though what, I'm an what, announcer. What part of the year? It's so weird. Uh, what part of the year? Later in the year. Oh, okay. Still vague, but all right, I'll take it. And fingers are crossed, and I'm hopeful that uh, that my friends at uh, Avcon in Adelaide, Australia, will have me back in uh, July. Also, that's kind of been batted around, but I don't know if it's going to happen. But I'm very hopeful because I would love to go back to Australia again, Mike. 
I would good really love to. It's, I've it's always a good wanted time to go. over there in Australia. Yeah, I have family in Australia I really want to go to. They keep saying, you know, you got to come out here. And I'm like, it's expensive as fuck. No. I was... You uh, got to go. oh, do it, man. I got to do it. All we, right. you, we used to, for, for years, we had a uh, Comics Online crew in Australia. Um, but goddamn Jaden Leggett, who's probably listening live right now tomorrow, because it's tomorrow there. Uh, tomorrow is Wednesday, February 9th, of course, and, and of course it's already that there. And and Jaden went and got married, and he's having a baby, and so he couldn't be an editor anymore, and his team fell apart because he couldn't hold them together. Uh, Sounds like he went down under. He, yeah, he did. Hey, <laughs> jokes. Get it? Jokes. Okay. He, jokes. he found himself a, a nice wife who, who stole him away from me. Damn you. Damn you from st- for stealing my, my, my best uh, my best Writer, wait, 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 writer. I guess writer. Well, Kevin, um, you're gonna have to wait though, because I, I can hear him talking. Actually, he's live right now. Listen, he's yeah, talking about you because you were talking shit about him. Is <laughs> this the goat? Kevin, stop being a cunt. Barbara, how are you? There it is. <laughs> Kevin, stop being a cunt. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> Kevin, stop being a cunt. Very nice. There you are. Just for you. Everybody's favorite YouTube video of a guy feeding feeding his goats, feeding goats, and calling one of the goats a cunt. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you can't call a goat a cunt, well, who can you call a cunt? Uh, she's not a cunt. No. <laughs> Would you stop? Oh, I thought you were talking about some she guy. Is the, is the most, the most, most uncunty girl no. that we know. We had a weird breakup there. Yeah. What happened to your? Did your mic just go out? Mine. Yeah, you just like you just had a weird like digital robot effect going, and you were like all echo yeah, I heard that too. But stuff, one of yeah. you's been sounding like a robot all night. That's probably me. Yeah, we have. It's it's, it's uh, that that uh, you know they're out in the wilderness there at FXBG. Fredericksburg uh-huh. is uh, yeah. you know has, has dicey internet. Yeah, we have a dicey. Yeah, and I pay like for the best that Comcast has to offer. And just for some reason, anytime I'm doing the, uh, like, it's like hit or miss. There are nights where I'll have no issues whatsoever, and then there's other nights when uh, it is nonstop staggering. Uh, well, allow me to ask you this. Are you both on Comcast by any chance? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, Mike and I are here in the same room. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and Mike, are you on, you're on Comcast? Well, I, I mean, if I'm at home, no, because I have Cox uh, at home. <laughs> Cox at home. <laughs> Are we not doing phrasing? <laughs> um, Kevin, what about you? You got Comcast? Oh, I have uh, Verizon, which, you know, the, the, they're all right. Okay, the only reason I ask is because every time he asks me, what, what have you done lately? What are you doing? What are you working on? I'm the voice of Comcast right now. Oh, no shit. Back wherever Comcast is. Oh, shit. They're, yeah, so it's me, it's me saying all this crap about DirecTV now is... DirecTV now does not offer this and does not have this. And I'm, I'm like the prick who's saying, hey, they say they have this stuff, but they don't. In that, you know, big announcer voice. <laughs> and it's for Comcast. So, um, you Comcast listeners out there, when you hear that voice knocking DirecTV now, that's me giving them shit. That's awesome. Really? I, have, I, I really have no complaints about Comcast. I have been ecstatically happy with all the service I've gotten. There's just this weird issue, and I, I keep blaming Skype. Um, mm-hmm. Because I have no issues anywhere else. The broadcast goes fine. It, uh, yeah. The listeners don't hear a breakup. They don't hear. They hear. They hear it when it happens to the call. Yeah. But here's the funny thing, though. Hold on, dude. Since that weird artifact that Kevin mentioned a minute ago. Yeah. 
you're crystal clear. It's all perfect. It cleared up whatever it was. Now yeah. I can understand every word being said. I, I don't have an explanation. I blame Skype. I always blame Skype. Okay. Because, you know, Skype. If you got to blame somebody, I'm going to blame Trump, but yeah. that's just me. That's okay. Yeah. I was going to take it around to Trump, too. Good job. <laughs> Always try to. You'd be the only person that wants to take it around to Trump. Hi-yo! Jokes! Hey, phrasing! He meant Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Trump, stop being a cunt. Bringing it back around. Will you slap him again for me, please? One more. Just one more. Oh, man. And we need we need a slap sound effect. That's we what's do. missing. We do. Um, John what, was that live. That sound effect a minute ago. Yes. The yeah. Damn, that was good. Do yes. it again. Slap it again for me. <laughs> oh, get what back I, what to I the board, earlier. EK. <laughs> where where I was going earlier was uh, now John for a while there, and I don't know if you still do this, but for a while there you were you were teaching voice acting lessons. Are you still doing that? Oh, it wasn't actually voice acting lessons. The class I taught, yeah, for about three years, I taught on college campuses all over Southern California. Um, it was how to get into uh, a career of voice acting, how to start your career properly. In other words, how to get your demo, how to get the training you need, how do you market yourself, how do you do your finances. It was a single class that I taught repeatedly over and over again to new students every time about how to get into the business. Oh, wow. I didn't sure. realize that the, it was just just a, like a two-hour class, and then you're done. That's exactly right. Oh, okay. Have, and have I you put been, a lot of miles been... on my car and took a lot of hours of my life, and uh, I thought I needed it for, I don't know, to make myself feel better and for a little extra money. And after a while, I didn't feel like uh, that I was enjoying it anymore. I mean, I like interacting with people, and it got me out a lot meeting people, but not everybody is suited for voice acting. And I felt myself being not completely honest with everyone because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings and say, you know, you suck, right? Your voice is awful. Oh, no. I so, couldn't tell people that. So, I would. So what I, you I were just saying. couldn't. So I'd say, you know, there's a part for everybody. I was that kind of teacher. Oh. <laughs> So what you're saying is so, you'd be like, you know, you're pretty good at this, but really, all of you are just... Bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honest to God, it's so hard to tell somebody who has saved their money, and oh, by yeah. God, they're going to spend $6,000 to become a voice actor. Damn. And, and they've taken these classes, and now they're coming to take my class to find out how to get their career started. And I cannot tell them when they have in their heart... What they want to do more than anything in the world is the same thing John St. John does. I can't tell them. I'm sorry. I don't think you can cut it. Oh. I I can. I was only teaching them how you do it, how you get the the you know the career started. I I wasn't there to tell them whether or not they should. <laughs> <laughs> that was the company I taught for made it clear. It is not your job to size them up and tell them whether they should or not. Now, could, could an event, could an event hire you to to uh, to to teach that class again? Like, if, you know, if if whatever con said, "Hey, we want you to do your regular stuff, but will you also do this this class as well for another panel?" Yeah, I've been asked that a few times, and um, I'm afraid it would be the same thing, maybe even uh, amplified greater at a convention because. There are so many fans of voice acting who desperately want to do it, 
and they're just completely wrong for it. Uh, and they're, they, they're so passionate about it, and they so want to do it, and I, I just don't... I don't want to be the one to say no, and then all of a sudden they're no longer a fan of John St. John or Duke Nukem. <laughs> you know? Right. I, I just don't know if I can do it. And I don't want to teach a class at a convention. I want to party and do a panel where I'm showing people a good time. Definitely. That's what I want to do. Make them laugh, show them some fun shit, have a drink with them, you know. Which is why I want to see you back in town here. Yes. And, you know, and frankly, I, I, I also want to see you when I'm in San Diego. But but uh, unfortunately for me, you're not into San Diego Comic-Con, which is my, my primary time for, for being back home. I know, I know, right? So I mean, you can't come hang out at my place in Oceanside for the night before or the night after you're done with the con. Well, shit. Well, that, that sounds we go. good. I mean, if you're not at Connecticon, then I'm I'm into it. Connecticon. Yeah, I didn't hear from them this year. I don't think I'm going there. I think that's also in July. And July is the one month that I already have, you know, two back-to-back -back things. So I wouldn't even consider a third. So yep. if you're listening, Connecticon, sorry, I couldn't do it anyway. It is it's, even uh, if you did. It ask. is Connect. It's Connecticon, not Connecticon, because I didn't know if it was a con in Connecticut or if it was a con for Connect the Dots. Because I mean, do you call that state Connecticut? No, I don't. Kevin does apparently. Well, I but it, it just looks like Connecticon, <laughs> so it's funny to say it that way. I, like I, a, I just, like a, you know. like a Decepticon from Connecticut. Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you do can you do the steam steve bloom uh star scream come on no, i'm sorry what are you talking to me you talking to steve bloom star scream that, that must be hell on that motherfucker's voice what Where can just, you do it no fuck no i can't ah! I could, but um, you know, that would be a problem for my job tomorrow morning. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm off tomorrow. Let so, me see if I can do it. Um, I only scream like that when I'm getting paid for it. Exactly. That's what she said? Hi-oh. Oh. <laughs> Two points. Hey. Thank you. All right, yeah. let me see if I can get a, a star scream because i got to hear yeah. him first, and then I might be able to do it. Are I, you going to listen to it first? Is that what you said, Mike? Yeah. I mean, it's digitally altered a little bit, but it's not—it's it, not far from what I've from what I've heard. Hang on. Turn it up. Thank you. What? Oh my god. So he's very, like, up. He's like, I, I, God, I'm going to try. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to do it in the microphone because I feel like I'm... Oh, you're going to give me some echo? No. Oh, you son of a bitch. No, I was gonna, I was... no they'll edit this part out. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, of course they will. It's too high. Like, are you gonna do it or not? Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Megatron, I'm the leader of the Transformers. Yeah, very nice. You're not okay, fit. You're hired. Thanks. Appreciate it. Because I don't do this shit for free. You I had taught to, me that. I had to use the Thank stereo. <laughs> I had to use the stereo doubler effect. <laughs> it worked. Um, John, do you want to play a game with us? Okay. What's the game? Do Do you want to play awesome band names with us? Okay, let's play it. 
Okay. All right. So um, what we did was last week we did uh, the category was cartoons, and then you just came up with band names using a cartoon. So, like, for instance, um, um, why did I just blank on the name of that group? Uh, a Tribe Called Johnny Quest would be one of them. Oh, I love that. Um, what are some of the other ones that we came up with? Oh, oh, um, Fred Flintstone. 10,000 Animaniacs. 10,000 Animani- right, Animaniacs. Right said Fred Flintstone. Right said Fred Flintstone, yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> so our category, hey, Eric, do you want to go ahead and spin the wheel and we'll see where our category is today? Oh, no. Spin the wheel. Go ahead and spin the wheel. The wheel is coming. All right. Spin it. The topic I have is... To do with this. <laughs> and what's the topic, EK? You're the one with the wheel. Today we're going to do Star Wars fusion bands. Ooh. Ooh. I... Ooh, I like it. Can I start? Awesome band names. Star Wars edition. Okay. All right. So, um... After his unfortunate accident in uh, the Moss Eisley Cantina with Han Solo, uh, Greedo did not die, but he did start his own band, and that would be uh, Greedo and the Nerd Holes. It's an emo rock band. Emo rock band, yes. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> EK, what do you got, man? Um, I need, I need, I'm on the spot. I need a minute. You need a minute? Okay. Uh, let me see if I can come up with another one. Oh, oh wait, 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 okay. wait. Beatles, uh, Leia starts a, uh, a Beatles cover band after yeah. the loss of her husband, and it's called "I Want to Hold Your Hand." <laughs> oh. Boo. Your hand, hand solo. <laughs> womp 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 womp. Look, you put me on the spot. It's the best I can come up with in a split second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, cleanup crew in Cloud City after the uh, infamous fight between Luke and uh, Vader find a, a souvenir. And uh, they decide that would be an awesome inspiration for a, uh, a hard metal thrash band, and that is uh, Luke's severed hand. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm trying to think How of any others. Death Jefferson Starship. Death Jefferson Starship. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's not that's not bad. I like. That. And we can build a dream together. <laughs> is that the right band? <laughs> I don't know. Even if it's not, who cares? Nothing's going to stop us now. <laughs> you got where I was going with it. We built this Death Star. <laughs> we built this Death Star on rock and roll. Luke. It is. <laughs> and we built this city on rock and roll is the worst fucking rock and roll song <laughs> it's ever terrible. made. What a piece of shit. <laughs> how, about, uh, how about Spirit and the Skywalker? Spirit in the sky. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Very good. That is good. I like that. I need to be giving myself points for all these. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Gets your own ass, too. You can try. I can. Uh... This is one of my favorite games to play because the 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 more that come out, like the more the more that the more I can come up with. You start getting a flow. Yeah, going. You, yeah. there's and like there's, have, a, there's yeah. a groove, and I can just ride the wave. Yeah, um, I think uh, another um, hard metal band would be um, Cannibal Ewoks because we all know that they love to eat people. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's Ewok that uh, like Egyptian. Oh, nice. Well done. It's gotta be There's wh- a uh, an electronic band from uh, Ireland. It's it's R two U two. I like oh, it. Oh yeah, That's oh, there you excellent. go. I can't live with or without 
That's a good one. R two U two is is I like that. R two U two. R two U two. I might listen to U two if R two was in the band. It'd be the only way that I would listen to him. All right, we gotta we gotta come up with some more. There's gotta be some more. Like we had so many when we. I know this is a hard game to play, like just off the cuff. It is. We we had we had uh, time to to warm up before. With the, yeah, uh, you with had the time cartoon. to write down all of the associated names and titles, and then try to f- force associate them. That's how you make. Oh wait! Yeah, see what he just did there. He didn't. You, you didn't even I mean, know that it was a joke, but, it's but he all just paper, made one. It's easier to put it together. He just did one. Force associate, huh? Uh, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Well done. Didn't see that coming, did you? There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other really, really good ones we had. This is all like off the cuff, so I should have given you guys time to come up with some really, really good ones. But um. Well, you know, you know that that drummer uh, for from uh, you know from that from Mike's favorite band eventually joined the Tie Fighters. Oh, the Foo Fight. Okay. I like it. I like Not it. Not bad. I'll let it slide. It's acceptable. Yeah. That'll do, Thank Ghost Swan. That'll do. Ewok and Roll. Ewok and Roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Got that. Um, T16 uh, of the Skyhoppers. Bert, Bert Chewbacca-Rack. Bert <laughs> Chewbacca-Rack. <laughs> Chewbacca-Rack. Wait, wasn't uh, Chewbacca with Chumbawamba there for a while? <laughs> I got a whiskey drink. I got a vodka something? drink. That was that was Chumbawampa. 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 Yeah. Um, this one isn't a band, but it is a movie um, because it can use the same title. Um, instead of Diane Lane going to Italy to uh, find love, she goes to Tatooine, and it's under the Tuscan sun. Mm. Abba the Hut. Uh-huh. Ab- Abba the Hut. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Trying to figure out how to get Donnie Iris's Alea in here. <laughs> I think that I think you just I think did. You just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it wasn't funny. Oh well. Where's the forced association? Forced association. That's... You didn't do it right. <laughs> You're doing this wrong, God. <laughs> Han shot the sheriff, but he didn't. Shoot, but he didn't shoot the Wookiee. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all about the flow. What do you find? What do you find the flow? Here we go. Um, this would be more of a, a country rock band. Um, a la Leonard Skinner, and that would be Anakin Barbecue. <laughs> I like Anakin um, Barbecue. That's but I got good. another one, too, and this would be uh-huh. C-3PO decides that being a protocol droid just isn't working for him, and he wants to do some gangster rap. Uh, he calls himself C-3PO Snap. Oh, that's terrible. You're uh, terrible. Play, play, the, play the, the, uh-huh. the fail. <laughs> the fail. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We were looking for something funnier, Mike. Yeah. I'm trying to see if we have any uh, good ones. And the thing is, like, the, the best thing about these games is, like, yeah. in two or three days, one will come to me. And, and yeah. in the middle of work, I'll, I'll, I'll blurt this out. And people are like, what it, the yeah. hell are you talking about? Yeah. In radio, we used to call that show prep. We well, then yeah. you write them down for a week, and then you do the show, and then you have them all. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do this some other time. Thanks, John. Thanks for we making sh- us feel like assholes. Appreciate that. <laughs> I'm being an asshole. No, the, I'm thing, sorry. the thing that makes it fun, though, is like you oh. really test someone's quick wit by, yeah. by putting them putting them on the spot. Oh. It's like, oh, I got one. Oh, I got one. I got one. Okay, yeah, you make them want to come back on the show over and over yeah. again. <laughs> so, so the emperor, the emperor decides that he wants to have his yeah, own right? uh, his own Korean pop group, uh, and he calls it Emperor <laughs> K-Popatine. I like it. K-pop a team. Oh, that is good though. That is good. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Um, the hyperdrive motivators. Huh? Huh? All right. Oh shit. Ek. Atdt. <laughs> Atdt. Atdt. 
DT? What? Uh, instead of ACDC, ACDC. Are you guys ready for this one? <laughs> that's right. that's so, a uh, that, that that's the the command line for your modem to so, turn on. So Marvin <laughs> Marvin Gaye didn't actually die. Um, he went back to a galaxy far far away. Oh. To work on uh, hyperdrives, and he's able to travel distances, great distances, in a very short period of time. But you know what he calls that? Sexual healing. Parsexual healing. Parsexual healing. There you go. Boom. Oh. Parsexual healing. Parsexual healing, baby. Wow. Oh, I took is... a long time to get to that letdown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> this really ultimately, like, the, it, it starts off as a game and then it just ends up just us laughing it's, at dumb ins, shit. Insults. It's basically, yeah. It's just us laughing at dumb shit. Mr. John St. John, thank you again Sir. for coming on our show. Uh, I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna kill the stream here, uh, folks. But stay tuned because I'm sure that in the off time we're gonna be recording some awesome drops that you'll get to hear uh, the next time around. But Kevin, let me go ahead and play our exit music, and you can uh, yeah, we will go ahead and send us out. So for John St. John and Ek the DJ and Mike Lunsford, and you're for gonna play every- us out now. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan, and this is Comics Online. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Bitches. (laughs) Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent those of Comics Online, any participants, or any employers, past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less uh, hating Dean Spanos and his smug fucking face. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciates foul language. John St. John himself, biting sarcasm and everything geek pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online podcasters, post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All material is original in this podcast, and it is copyright Comics Online 2017. Moss Eisley Brothers. Oh, shit. So good. Mic drop. The Moss Eisley. You motherfucker. This has been a Comics Online Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.